0: Yes, it's time once again to talk to our good weekly friend Malcolm Gill in this segment, Running the Race, where we talk about different issues facing us as we run the race as a Christian. Uh, Malcolm, this week, you know, we're heading into uh, a bit of a territory of love this week. Valentine's Day is coming up, and so I thought it would be a good opportunity to talk about just relationships in general, but also dating. You got any pearls of wisdom for us?
1: Yeah, I think I... I don't know about pearls of wisdom. (laughs) Uh, You're a smooth talker. I am, am, and I'm married to a South American, and the South Americans are very passionate sort of people, and they don't mind the romance and the Uh. the music and the dancing. (laughs) Uh, So at this time of year, that's uh, probably fair. I wish I had some South
0: American music on cue to just start playing underneath our chat, but I I, don't.
1: Well, I'm not promising any dancing either. Don't worry about that. Dating can be a really delicate issue for many people out there and it can actually be a hard issue. Uh, for many years of my life, I wrestled with the, the challenges of being single uh, and for the last 14 years, I've wrestled with the challenges of being married. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think when we find our identity, whether it's as a married person or a single person, in our identity and whether we're with somebody or not with somebody, I think in that way we can be a little bit on dangerous ground. Uh, Because at the end of the day, the Bible says that contentment is actually found in our relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Now, that doesn't mean that dating's bad or having a relationship's bad or being single is bad. In fact, the Bible says there's going to be different advantages to uh, different relationships. The key is contentment. Uh, But at this time of year, it can be difficult for uh, many people who maybe don't have. Uh, anyone, they're not going to get the box of chocolates or yeah. the flowers.
0: <laughs> or the special love. Actually, that's what happened in my school. The, I know, it probably still happens now. People would deliver at, at during class roses that you could order beforehand and they'd be delivered and taken to your desk. And you'd sit there and wait for your rose to come. Mine never came now. Oh, I'm so But, but so, We can definitely yeah. feel like that. We can feel quite left out when all our friends are in relationships and, you, you know, yeah.
1: And that's the thing. We've been created for relationship. Mm. But the Bible would say there's a much grander picture than just a relationship with a member of the opposite sex. And that is we've been created to have a relationship with all sorts of people. So we've been created to be in a family unit, for example, where we have value in brothers and sisters and nephews and grandparents and so that's really important uh, to consider that we've all been built for a relationship. There is nothing wrong with desiring a relationship, whether it's to get married or to, to settle down, even to be a, a family person. And at this time of year, there can be a bit of external pressure that, hey, have you found somebody yet? Yeah. So I remember when I was single, people would say, hey, and well-meaning people they keep asking me questions. So is there anyone special in your life? And there wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> and i go home thinking, oh, I wish there was, but there's not. Yeah. And uh, then when you actually, or in my case, I did find somebody. And then all of a sudden, the next question, people put pressure on, oh, when are you going to get engaged? Yeah. And then you yeah. get engaged and you, you get married. And when are you going to have children? Yeah. Yeah. And it seems that sometimes we miss that while it is good to have relationship and it is significant, contentment is actually not found in just somebody else. Yeah. Contentment's ultimately found in God, because I've let, met a lot of lonely people who are single, mm. and I've met a lot of married people who act like that they want to be single. Uh, and so the question is one of ultimately contentment, uh, not whether we find joy in somebody else alone. Do you have any tips on how
0: uh, how to, if we're feeling uh, not, con- incontent, non-content, uncontent? Discontent? Discontent, <laughs> there thank we you, go. Mel. If we're feeling discontent, yeah, how do we work through this?
1: What, what what should we be doing about it? Well, I think there's a couple of ways that we can do that. First of all, as I said earlier in another episode, don't be by yourself. Mm. Surround yourself with other Christians. It's so important that we encourage one another. Doing it by yourself, being lonely, is in essence being by yourself, and that's not a good place to be. So I would encourage, find other people who are like-minded. Having said that, uh, when I met, who's now my wife, Tamara, We didn't see each other and have the music in the background, the Lionel (laughs) Richie, you know, and the the eyes across the room. You had a rose in your mouth, didn't Uh, you? I didn't have a rose in my mouth. didn't even have that. And I Ah. couldn't even dance South American style. Uh, But what we did do, uh, I didn't know, and at the time she didn't know, uh, but we started asking people to pray for us. And so somebody asked me once, they said, is there anyone special in your life? And I was in America actually at the time visiting some friends, and I thought, well, there's not but uh, you can pray for this girl Tamara. And so I thought, that's a pretty gutsy call, but I figure I'm in Atlanta. That's a long way away. Word's not going to get back to her. And so somebody started praying. A few people started praying. Uh, Eventually, Tamara, I plucked up enough courage to ask Tamara on a date, and she graciously accepted. And as we spent a bit of time together, it became clear uh, upon our engagement that when I confessed, look, I've actually had people praying for you and about maybe us becoming an item, she said, Well, I have a confession to make. My grandmother's been praying in Ecuador for you. Oh, <laughs> and in fact, all I went, across the world, I went to a Spanish speaking church and I met this man, and he said, We've been praying for you for years. Oh. Uh, not necessarily by name, yes. but the fact that uh, they had been praying uh, for Tamara to find a suitable spouse. Mm. And so I think having people praying, uh, but also looking in the right places. Uh, I think being, and I'm not suggesting dating chris malcolms dating online.com. uh though my wife loves to be a matchmaker but what i'm suggesting is you want to be with people who are like-minded people who are heading in the right direction so to use the race analogy i want to be running my life with somebody who's running in the same direction hmm. so if their life choices and their life decisions oh, i'm going to pursue whether it's just money or i'm going to you know go after this or that or the other if it's not christ i'm not sure I'd want to be running with that person full-time. Yeah. And that's the thing about looking for somebody. You want to be praying. You want to be uh, with other people in, in a communal context, but you want to be looking for somebody moving in the right direction. Mm. That's Malcolm's pearl of the day. Malcolm's Malcolm's dating tips or uh, relationship advice. They did call me the love doctor when I was at Bible college. Really? They did, but the I was love- single, so I'm not, sure why I, <laughs> I'm not sure why I got that title. Oh, well,
0: there you go. Maybe because you're praying. There we go. That could be it. Malcolm Gill, thank you so much. And next week we're going to catch up again. And we're going to talk about perhaps uh, when it's hard to follow Christ and when it's hard to run the race. So I'll catch you then. See you then.